today on the Tearsheet Podcast. So now you have interesting application when you make credit card a software or, or, or a data product, as opposed to, it's, it's like saying, you know, in 2000, Netflix used to mail you DVDs mm-hmm. and now nobody talks about it. So, you know, these banks are mailing you a credit card, which arrives in seven to 10 business days and you activate it and you start using the plastic. In our infrastructure at Deserve and with Marketa Partnership, everything is going to be digital. You will never ever have to use a paper or plastic. Welcome to the Tearsheet Podcast. I'm Tearsheet Editor-in-Chief, Zach Miller. It's been a while since we caught up with Deserve, the credit card as a service pure play. Over the past year, the company has grown and last month signed a partnership with modern issuer Marketa. Kalpesh Kapadia joins me on the podcast to talk about where Deserve has come from and where it's headed. We discuss how the tie-up with Marketa can unlock new use cases for credit cards that we wouldn't have thought possible in the past. Kalpesh also describes how his personal experience as a new student in the U.S. informed building and launching his fintech firm. Kalpesh Kapadia is my guest today on the Tearsheet Podcast. My name is Kalpesh Kapadia. I'm co-founder and CEO of a company called Deserve. And Deserve is, uh, our mission is to modernize the credit card stack. Uh, we are probably the only credit card as a service pure play uh, fintech. And where did, the, where did the concept to do credit as a service come from? Because it feels like the rest of the market is just catching up to that now. Yes, yeah, so it's an excellent question. Uh, you know, uh, the, the, the genesis of deserves funding were in my own personal experience with uh, credit uh, in America. Uh, I came here as a student 26 years ago. And I had trouble getting access to credit and loans, uh, even though I came from relatively similar backgrounds, uh, socioeconomically as well as academically as my American classmates. And over the years, that population has grown and uh, the access has been restricted, even though uh, they're deserving, but underserved. And uh, fast forward 10 years, I had a problem on my credit file, uh, which to no fault of my own, uh, put me in a penalty box for seven years. So I had been looking at this whole process of originating, underwriting, managing, servicing credit uh, and reporting credit as an industry which is kind of broken. Uh, and it relies on what I call the three Fs, uh, the FICO, the first datas, and the fees. And it is failing uh, hmm. American consumer. So I wanted to do something about it. Yeah, uh, and 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 uh, gets an F grade from me, and uh, okay. uh, I wanted to do something about it, so I started the company with the simple premise that we would develop a workflow management software and underwriting algorithm to underwrite credit cards or credit uh, without the use of social security numbers or credit scores, and if you have applied for a loan or a credit card, you would know that these are the two primary things that every credit application has. You know, uh, enter your social security number and uh, allow us to check your credit score. Otherwise you cannot proceed, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, So we pioneered uh, offering credit without these two key important variables. And we use alternative data, government issued IDs to verify identity, 
to understand someone's motivation, someone's uh, financial discipline, ability to pay, willingness to pay. And we went and talked to top banks in the country and everybody thought it was a no brainer, but nobody wanted to be the first. So we said, you know, we are going to do it ourselves. We raised venture capital, we productized the entire thing. We launched a credit card in the market, it was doing quite well. And we had built, what we didn't realize during the process was we built the most modern credit card stack in the industry in the process. And uh, a few uh, companies came to acquire us in 2018. And one of them was Sally May, which is mm-hmm. the largest student bank or lender in the country. They are a $30 billion company. And uh, they uh, really liked what we had built. And they asked us you know, uh, to, to build uh, such a uh, infrastructure for them so they can uh, use it to uh, to offer credit card as a second product after student loan uh, and capture more of the relationship in the life cycle of a student. They have the largest market share in student lending in this country. Uh, and, and they have a long history and they have 5 million customers. Uh, so we got an investment from Sally May and we built the infrastructure for them. And that's where the business morphed into credit card as a service or a uh, concept that you talked about that are, others are now catching on to. Fast forward another year in 2019, Goldman Sachs had uh, uh, been working with Apple and MasterCard to launch uh, a credit card for Apple, as you know. Mm-hmm. And they had collectively spent between three companies, $300 million in three years to build something that we had built on a similar infrastructure. So they mm-hmm. really liked what we were doing and they came and became our large investor. They led our last round of funding. And then over 2020, uh, we have been uh, doing partnerships and, and uh, you know, uh, business development and we are launching new cards in the market as we enter 2021. Uh, last year, we launched a few cards. Uh, one of them was a wine uh, affinity card. If you love wine, that is probably the best card in the market. It's called Grand Reserve Credit Card. Uh, MasterCard World World Card, uh, and uh, this year we are launching a card for crypto lovers, uh, where uh, you spend money in fiat currency and earn rewards in crypto, which is gaining a lot of attention from the press. The company we are partner with is called BlockFi. Mm-hmm. It just raised uh, three hundred and fifty million dollars uh, at three billion valuation, and one of the user proceeds is to roll out the credit card product. So we are very excited about that. Uh, we are uh, powering a, a woman empowerment card uh, in partnership with MasterCard and a company called Seneca Women. Uh, last year, we struck three key partnerships, uh, two with the large networks, Visa and MasterCard, mm-hmm. and one with Marketa, which uh, is also very exciting for us. Thank you. And I appreciate the evolution of, of the company, um, particularly over the time that, that we last spoke, which I think was over a year ago. Um, can we talk about that Marketa um, announcement? Because we had Marketa on the podcast recently. We heard about it from their perspective. Um, can you start by defining what the partnership is and, and why you think it's important for the industry? So when you look at the industry, uh, there are sort of three phases, you know, credit card 1.0, credit card 2.0 and credit card 3.0. And each phase is defined by 20 year increment. 
So 1.0 was the 1980s infrastructure, COBOL and mainframe, where the leaders were first data and total systems and others, uh, uh, you know, and, and, and uh, they had a good 20, 30 year run. And uh, what I call are the Kodak of the industry. Uh, and Kodak used to be big in the 90s. You know, when I came to this country, you yes, could buy Kodak film and put it in a camera, go to Empire State Building and take pictures of New York City and go and develop it in the lab and get, uh, put it in an album and show it to your friends, right? And family. Uh, and then you had a 2.0, which was circa 2000, where the architecture and infrastructure moved from COBOL and mainframe to client server databases and data centers. Uh, and then 3.0, which is 2020, is the cloud, API, and digital and mobile, right? Everybody's on their phone now, you know, uh, as iPhone has obtained probably 30 devices that I used to have. Now I just need an iPhone, you know, your, your, your GPS, your uh, uh, music player, your camera, your, you know, like probably 20,000 worth of devices are in this phone, right? So I believe, mm -hmm. and Mercator believes, and Deserve believes that eventually phone is going to become your credit card, right? And Apple has already shown that with Apple Card. So 2020, think of us and Marketa as this next generation cloud-based, API-based infrastructure. So COBOL mainframe, client-server databases, and cloud and APIs, sort of the evolution of credit card stack. And uh, we call ourselves an Instagram to the Kodaks, right? Mm -hmm. When you take the metadata that is associated with the picture and you expose that to user, there are all sorts of applications that can come up as a result of that, that you haven't thought of as a company, right? But to the fact that you have exposed these uh, API-based metadata, people can build interesting applications, just like I talked about the wine card, or I talked about the, the uh, uh, BlockFi uh, Bitcoin rewards card, or women empowerment card, or other cards, right? So now you have interesting application when you, make credit card a software or, or, or a data product, as opposed to, it's, it's like saying, you know, in 2000, Netflix used to mail you DVDs mm -hmm. and now nobody talks about it. So, you know, these banks are mailing you a credit card, which arrives in seven to 10 business days and you activate it and you start using the plastic. In our infrastructure at Deserve and with Marketa partnership, everything is gonna be digital you will never ever have to use a paper or plastic. So can we so talk about- the importance of this partnership. So can we talk about how the partnership works? I mean, um, maybe define like the different roles in the partnership and who does what? Sure. So uh, it's, it's an excellent jigsaw puzzle, if you mm -hmm. will, right? If you've done that before and uh, what they bring and their strengths and our strengths and what we bring are very, very complementary. So it's a partnership made in heaven, if you will. Uh, they are pioneers in issuing processing space with uh, you know, modern API-based uh, uh, issuing processing. And in, in debit card space or in prepaid card space, there are things like program management, mm -hmm. right? 
So we are a program manager where we bring a bank partnership. So we, in, in order to issue a credit card, you need a bank. Mm-hmm. So we have multiple banks that are partners with us, such as the Celtic Bank or an Evolve Bank. Right? So that's the first thing you need, that 16-digit number in order to issue a card. And associations like MasterCard and Visa only grant that number to the banks. Right? Mm-hmm. So we bring that. Then we bring at the back end balance sheet partnerships. So if you credit is a loan, if you will, right? And you have to finance that purchase, at least in the near term, if people pay off at the end of the month, you don't have to finance, right? So we bring balance sheet partnership with Credit Suisse and Goldman Sachs. So we bring at the front end, the bank, at the back end, the balance sheet, right? Mm -hmm. We also bring customer service, dispute and chargebacks, origination and underwriting, which is key part of credit, right? You have to underwrite credit and you have to separate good from the bad, right? I, I can't give a card to everyone that applies. I need to have some logic behind who is good credit and who is bad credit, right? So we bring the origination and underwriting. We bring the uh, customer service dispute. If you have a dispute and chargeback, you know, if you didn't, you didn't use this card or someone else, stole your card and used it or something. So all those things we bring to the table. What they bring is the processing of transaction and settlement. So that's how the partnership works. And And I guess- We both have this uh, ethos as a company that we believe in the API cloud-based instantaneous infrastructure. And so who who touches the customer at the end of the day? Deserves. Okay. I don't mean the end user, so, but like the, the partner that you're good, that is going yeah. to issue cards. Okay. Deserved us. So, you know, BlockFi, which is issuing a crypto based cards or Seneca women, which is doing women empowerment card or grand reserve, which is doing a wine card. Mm-hmm. The, the, the partner is interfacing with deserve. Did those come through the partnership though? Those those three cards that you just we, we just from? launched we just launched our partnership announcement uh, a few weeks ago mm-hmm. uh, uh, with Marketa maybe in mid February and we have active uh, uh, sales uh, effort and a lot of new things are going to come up so stay tuned. Great, um, I I know it's early in the partnership, but I guess what 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 is next for the partnership? Like how are you guys how are you guys thinking about sort of the go-to-market and and the expansion of the partnership. Yeah, so you know we will get invited uh, to bid on large RFPs for uh, co-branded cards, uh, digital native uh, brands. If you think of 1980s, you had the Toys R Us and Macy's mm-hmm. and uh, Banana Republic and those companies. Gap they had credit card, but in 21st century, brands live on the internet in on their phone, right? So a lot of these brands, if you think of, you know, the Airbnbs, the Ubers of the world, they all want to include credit card as a payment mechanism. Uh, if you look at Apple has a credit card, Amazon has a credit card, and I'm sure that uh, Google, Facebook, and Microsoft are also looking at credit cards, right? Uh, so you have this whole tech giants that are looking at credit cards. And then you have these digital native brands that are looking at credit cards as a product. And then you have large banks or mid-sized banks 
that want to enter the market, much like I talked about Sally Bay. Uh, we have another bank that we are working with called Bank Mobile. Mm-hmm. Uh, we would have more banks. So uh, we are sort of providing, uh, you know, and responding to these RFPs as well as, you know, having active sales dialogue with some of these players in the market. Because everybody agrees that if you think of 2025, uh, COBOL, 75% of COBOL programmers are going to be either dead or retired by then. So you have four four years. It's like a Y2K problem that uh, what I call a boiling frog. We will not realize it until, you know, in 1999, I remember everybody was talking about Y2K. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think in 2024, you're going to hear people talk about what, who's going to maintain this COBOL stack? So of those brands that you're talking to, you're actively engaged. I know you can't necessarily name them. Are these brands that already have a credit card that Deserve would come in and, and replace um, a current provider? Or are these brands extending into credit where, where they haven't before? Yeah, I think it's the latter. Uh, mm-hmm. The De uh, uh, Novo opportunities. And we also talk to brands that are not happy with uh, their current credit card service provider. So they want to convert or migrate or you know, uh, launch with a new, new player. So some of these agreements are three, five, seven year agreements. So when they come up for renewal is when we get an opportunity to, to go in and pitch to them very modern infrastructure. That makes sense. What- and, and what's a good scenario at the end of 2021 um, for this new product? Well, it's it's a new partnership, not a product, mm-hmm. because product is exist, right? And uh, it has existed in the past. It's just our take on the product is quite Correct. different from uh, others. Mm-hmm. And I would say that if we have one or two large uh, scale partners, uh, two or three medium scale partners uh, and a couple of small scale partners. Mm-hmm. We would call it a uh, you know a immensely successful partnership. And okay. we have the number of opportunities that we are targeting together will yield some of these results. Great. And um, I'm sorry, I misspoke there. But um, and in the remaining time that we have, obviously this this Marketa partnership is, is is fresh and it, and it's a big partnership with a lot of potential. What what else um, does twenty twenty one have in store for for Deserve? Yeah, I think as you mentioned earlier, that card, credit card as a service uh, is a concept that now only now people are catching on to. Everybody thought that this was so complex and so difficult. So you had like 75 banking apps or checking account or debit card apps, right? You hadn't seen too many credit cards in the market. So we took that complexity and sort of this uh, big, heavy problem and we made it super simple to launch credit cards. So you're gonna see more people venture into uh, having a credit card in all sorts of use cases uh, because the interchange is higher as a credit product. It can also help you win loyalty, right? You hadn't seen United Airlines launch a debit card or Costco launch a debit card, right? <laughs> because the debit cards is like you have a bank and bank gives you a debit card. So you spend your own money. The credit card has three unique functions, payment, 
mechanism, which is your utility, uh, rewards, which is your loyalty, and loan, which is your need. Mm-hmm. So uh, you can defer payments on credit cards. And it's a zero fraud liability protection because if uh, last year, three airlines around the world went bankrupt. If you had purchased a ticket for an airline uh, using debit card, good luck getting a refund with a bankrupt airline. Mm-hmm. I, it happened to me. My mom had purchased a ticket with an airline in, in India called Kingfisher, and it went bankrupt uh, from Dubai to Bombay, and she couldn't get a refund. She had to buy a new ticket. You know, if you had bought it with credit card, you could just call the company and say, hey, I dispute this transaction, and they will take it up with the airline. Same thing happened with Wow Airline in Europe, mm-hmm. where uh, that went bankrupt. Uh, and then a bunch of people who bought using debit card couldn't get their money back. Uh, so with credit card, you have all sorts of protections. It's like saying, you know, I'm not going to use a credit card because I'm afraid I'm going to use a lot of data. So I'm not going to use an iPhone. I'll just stick to my BlackBerry, which I can do on the email and, and, and phone calls, right? And people used to have that view uh, because they were worried about getting sucked into, you know, using data and, and mm-hmm. such. And now nobody talks about BlackBerry, right? So credit card is a smart product. Yeah, I, I always talk about credit cards probably being the best design consumer finance product in history. Yes. Yeah. Um, and before we go, uh, can we catch up also on on where Deserve is, I guess, um, organizationally, like how many how, how many employees do you have now? What kind of growth have you seen internally? Yeah, uh, we have close to 140 employees, uh, and uh, you know we are growing uh, to around 200 employees this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we have, you know, uh, over the last three years, we have doubled every year in size as Amazing. an employee. Kapesh, great to talk to you. Thanks for joining us on the Tier Sheet Podcast today. Thanks, Zach, and look forward to listening to it and, and reading about it.